Khalil Mack is now a Charger. The Chargers pulled off a blockbuster trade, and we're going to tell you how much better the Chargers just got with this giant move, and we're also going to get into how much this helps Joey Bosa and the Chargers getting away with straight highway robbery. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer, we've been covering the Chargers for over six seasons. This is our fifth season as a host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you guys for making us your first listen on this monumental day with the Chargers, stunning the NFL world. And make sure you never miss a show like this one. Subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast from. Covering the Chargers six years, we've never seen a move like this because Tom Telesco has never made a move like this because the Chargers have never made a trade like this for a player with the bona fides of Khalil Mack, the six-time Pro Bowler, the three-time All-Pro player, the defensive player of the year in 2016. The Chargers just made such a big trade and such a big statement to the rest of the league, to the AFC West, that they're here, they're here now, and they're ready for the big show. And David, we have to react to that today, give our reactions to that, talk about what the Chargers ended up giving up in the trade, and that's it, right? I mean, we have to talk about that. How much this is going to help Joey Bosa having the best running mate he's ever had, right? And just also showing the rest of the AFC West that – the Chargers are not out of this thing, right? They're just gonna they're just getting started because they plan on competing in this division. They plan on winning this division, and they made the biggest step towards that with this Khalil Mack trade. David, when this news broke, you called me first thing. I was in shock. You were in shock. What was your reaction to it? I could not believe what I was reading, Daniel. I had to do a double take. I had to wait for multiple blue check marks to confirm the same situation. <laughs> I was ecstatic after it was confirmed that the Chargers were going to get one of the best defensive players in the league and pair him up with Joey Bosa. I could not have been more excited. Yeah, and all the big names said it. I mean, the Chargers, it has been confirmed now by all major reliable sources, are sending a second round pick in 2022, the 48th overall pick, and a 2023 sixth round pick to the Bears to bring in one of the best defensive players of the last 10 years. And it is just crazy to see them make a swing like this. This is not something the Chargers usually do. And it makes them immediately better, David. What has been the theme of our entire offseason? Adding impact players on the defensive side of the football. No one thought Khalil Mack was on the table, right? Like we're looking at Von Millers and Chandler Jones. They brought in Khalil Mack, who does so much for this team, so much for this defense. Obviously, the work's not done. But as far as rushing the passer, David, you're getting one of the best pass rushers in so long. I mean, the the best pass rusher of the last decade, potentially, in Khalil Mack. And a guy who's going to help your run defense as well. He's a great run defender. He is helping out the Chargers front seven so much. And even knowing that they need other pieces, this is a dramatic improvement for the Chargers defense. 
it's absolutely unbelievable that the Chargers went out and made a move of this magnitude. When you look at the highest pressure rates from 2014 to 2021, the list looks like this. Von Miller, Joey Bosa, Aaron Donald, and Khalil Mack. Khalil, Ma- Khalil Mack has made a career after terrorizing quarterbacks and getting after the run. He is such a complete player. And we, you know, you, I think that term gets thrown around loosely a little bit too much, but Khalil Mack is the truest sense of that. He is a complete player. There is no drawback from stopping the run versus getting after the passer. He has six out of eight seasons with an 80 plus run defense grade from PFF. And he's had an elite pass rushing grade six of his eight seasons. He is absolutely unbelievable. He is a guy who brings up every single player around him, elevates their level of play, and makes their jobs easier because there is no drop-off. And obviously, this benefits Joey Bosa so much, but this is a great move for the Chargers defense, an emphatic, emphatic statement. Yeah, one, I mean, it changes everything for the Chargers, right? Because we didn't know what was going to happen to Chen Nwosu. You wondered how the fit was going to be if they did bring in a potential free agent. And that's the great thing about this fit in particular, David, because we have seen Khalil Mack in the Brandon Staley defense, right? He was traded to Chicago in 2018. Brandon Staley was still the outside linebackers coach there. He was his coach. In that season, he had 12 and a half sacks, six forced fumbles, and he did it in only 14 games. I mean, the man had his, one of his best seasons under Brandon Staley. You know that he fits in a defense where they're still trying to bring in guys that fit in Brandon Staley's defense. That's how much he improves you. You're getting a guy who you've seen do it. And the thing is, David, is even at his age, even at age 31, you get him for three seasons when he's still been producing. I mean, he hadn't missed more than two games before last season, right, where he ended up missing 10. He'd been, you know, 14 to 16 games every other season of his career. He's been super durable throughout his career. And you also saw last season in just those six games that he did play, he's had in the seven games he played, he had six sacks. So it's like for those saying, you know, he's older, he's injury prone, like that's all prisoner of the moment type of stuff because this dude has been anything but that. And he's still producing at one of the highest levels of any edge defender in the league. Yeah, don't don't fall into that trap, guys. Don't fall into that trap of thinking that Khalil Mack is an injury-prone player because he hurt his foot and he had to miss some games last year. That would be an incorrect statement. You look at the longevity of his career and what he has been able to do. Yeah, he's had a couple of ankle and knee and and you know issues like that along the way, but that hasn't stopped him. You know, this has been the only real major injury that's really put him out for a consistent amount of time, and he was on a torrid pace. He had six sacks in seven games. That's crazy. If he plays a complete season, he's probably trending 15 plus sacks. Like, like there's no drop off with him. I don't see an issue with the age with Khalil Mack here because he already showed us last year that he can continue to be productive. Uh, I just am so excited to see what he is going to do with this Chargers defense, the mark he's going to make, the impact he's going to make, and also, you know, how he's going to help bring along anyone else that the Chargers are going to ask to rush the passer as well. That wealth of knowledge and experience that he brings to the table is only going to benefit guys like Jerry Tillery, guys like um, Chris Rumpf, you know, your younger pass rush players, even some of your corners that are asked to come in and blitz the passer. He is going to be able to help them along in that a veteran player, one of the best players of the decade, crazy get for the Chargers. Just so, so excited about this. 
Yeah, it's huge. And I think what you're saying there is just that he elevates the players around him. It doesn't even necessarily have to be like a mentor type of role where he's just taking guys under his wing. And that might happen as well. And it's the effect he's going to have on the guys they don't have yet, right? Because it's not done yet. They're still adding more to whoever they add to the middle in between those two dudes. All I'm saying is if you're a free agent defensive tackle right there, who else would you rather play in between than Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack? Like he's going to make their job so much easier and so much better. If they're trying to you know, bet on themselves, play in between those two dudes, they're going to make you look really good. And especially if they can find a presence in the middle there that they can feed off on the outside. Good luck to anyone in the AFC West, because this was a statement. This was a response to everything going down in the wild, wild arms race that we've seen in the AFC West. And this is the Chargers saying, they're not going to go down without a fight, right? So we're going to talk about Tom Telesco answering the bell in that regard, how much this is going to help Joey Bosa potentially take his game to the next level, and the Chargers answering the Denver Broncos in the Russell Wilson move with a big move of their own, and potentially, David, the first step into going all in. But I'll tell you guys, if I'm going all in, especially with March Madness right around the corners, I'm doing it with BetOnline.net, the official betting sponsor of the Locked On Chargers podcast. And BetOnline, especially at this time of year, is the best time to get in on the action because a ton of action is right around the corner. I mean, professional basketball with the playoffs coming up soon. March Madness is here already, and there's going to be tons of games in the best weekend ever to bet on sports. You should be doing it with betonline.net because they have the best lines, odds, and props that you're going to find. You can find great tournaments, and you can find the best ways to win money at BetOnline, not just on basketball, right? You can bet on the NFL draft. They have props coming up for that. That's going to be a ton of fun. And you can go UFC. You can go boxing. You can go right to your favorite Vegas casino games. You can find whatever you want at betonline.net. It's my favorite place to bet, and especially when you're betting on sports that aren't football, the best way to get more engaged in those is by having a little bit of juice on the game, and I can tell you that from firsthand experience. So if you're going to be doing that in in March Madness, get ready now, guys, and get ready to bet with BetOnline because BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, David, well, we are back here with earth-shattering news for the Chargers, something I didn't see coming even with my ear to the ground around the NFL, right? But if you guys want to hear the national perspective on this and the best hosts around the network, make sure to check on the Locked On NFL podcast five days a week, getting a little bit on the biggest stories from around the league every single day of the week. But David, the AFC West is ridiculous now, right? I mean, the Chargers made the first move this week with Mike Williams signing him to that big extension. Then you see the Broncos trading for Russell Wilson when they're thought to be a quarterback away. And what do you want to get when one of your rivals gets a really good quarterback, right? A really good edge rusher. And I think that's something that we saw making this move right now because this is so non-Tom Telesco like to make a move like this. We haven't seen him do it, but we also have never seen him with a rookie quarterback like Justin Herbert, right? And the ability to do it. And I do think that this was a statement, right? This is a statement to the rest of the AFC West, to the rest of the AFC, which is super loaded, that we're here right now. And I love the urgency that we're seeing with this move. Well, I just think that it was an immediate and appropriate response to what the Broncos did and the move that they made and what they were trying to say. The Broncos are saying, hey, we were just a quarterback away and now we are here to compete 
when the Chargers said, we're not going to take that lying down. We're not going to just sit in the corner and be quiet. We are going to answer that move emphatically. We're going to come to the table and bring a gigantic axe and try to swing at the king. That's what you have to do. The Chargers have a, a, a quarterback on a rookie deal, on a cost-controlled contract. This was the best time to do this. They had the cap space to absorb a contract of this size to bring in a premier player that can make an immediate impact and really tell the rest of the AFC West that the Chargers are here to play. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I we had the conversation on our show, you know, are the Chargers the second best team in the AFC West after that Russell Wilson trade? Because that is something that definitely changed the landscape of the AFC West. But now that Khalil Mack's in the building, you start to have a whole new respect for this Chargers defense and a real belief that it can get demonstrably better in 2022. And I think that was just the hard part of trying to connect the dots through this offseason is just like there's so many holes. There's so many places you need to see improvement from. How do you do it right without getting superstar players? And that those needs all seem a lot less now that you have Khalil Mack. And I think the really most exciting part about this, David, is it was Justin Herbert's birthday. But Joey Bosa got a present with Khalil Mack, right? Because this is something that Joey Bosa's never had. Full respect to Melvin Ingram. He deserves it. He lived up to his first-round draft status with the Chargers. He was able to go out there and be a competent, above-average, you know, really good edge rusher opposite of Joey, especially in those formative years early on in Joey's career. Let's not get it twisted. This is the best pass rusher that Joey Bosa has ever played with. This is the only time that Joey Bosa has had somebody on this defensive front that's on the same level as him. Like those options don't become available. You're looking at, you know, Chandler Jones, Von Miller, 20 plus million dollars on short-term contracts. You got a guy that's younger and a guy that's played in Brandon Staley's system. And now what is the limit for, you know, Joey Bosa? Like, cause we've talked about his seasons and when he's going to have that huge breakout sack season. I legitimately think this dude could go 14, 15 sacks this year when it's so hard to double team him now with Khalil Mack on the other side. And you know that was the primary weapon against the Chargers as far as opposing teams, knowing that there is one particular player that they right. absolutely could not allow to beat them, and that was Joey Bosa. So they would double-team him. They would triple-team him. They would chip him. They would do anything in their power to make sure that that dude did not wreck the game for them. Well, guess what? They can't do that anymore. Now there is a legitimate option on the other side of the ball that will prevent you from double teaming Joey Bosa. And that means more one-on-one -on -one opportunities for both of these guys. And both of these guys have the hot, some of the highest pass rush win rates in the NFL over the last five or six seasons. So it is very much pick your poison. Yeah, I mean, since 2017, these guys are both top four as far as pass rush win rate or pressure rate, getting pressure on the quarterback, which is huge. huge. Both guys, I mean, are up at the very top of the list as far as double teams, right? Both these guys get double team all the time. And Joey Bosa got it way worse because he didn't have a guy like Robert Quinn on the other side of him. So exactly. I think this is just something for Joey Bosa that can unlock another level to him, right? And, and get him the opportunities that guys across from him just weren't able to do before when it wasn't a guy of, you know, Khalil Mack stature having that guy opposite of you. I mean, that was kind of why we were thinking, you know, go get a Von Miller, go get one of these high price guys, just because what that'll do, not just having, you know, more press, you know, pass rushers, but also what it would do for Joey Bosa. <laughs> it's it's going to be really tough, David. I mean, to do anything as far as, you know, 
five step seven step dropbacks when you have these dudes coming around the corner like it's just crazy well and it's going to be such an attractive uh landing spot for cornerbacks too because hey what's a a cornerback's best (laughs) friend that's a pass rush that can get after the quarterback so now they're not going to have to cover as long and they're going to have more opportunities to get those throws that are going to be rushed and obviously those turn into interceptions a lot of the time so you bring in a ball hawk type of cornerback uh you know maybe one of those guys that's on the market who uh you know has 17 interceptions in the last two years i'm not gonna not gonna say any names <coughs> jackson um the why not why not do that now the chargers still have space to make moves like that but this is going to be such a help to not only corners that might want to come to the chargers but corners that are already on the roster you're going to have you're going to see better seasons out of michael davis you're going to see better seasons out of asante samuel jr because they're not going to have to cover as long because you have two ferocious pass rushers that are going to be coming after the quarterback at all times I mean, the Chargers are making themselves that destination type of a place. Like, obviously, Khalil Mack didn't choose the Chargers necessarily, right? Like, he didn't choose them in free agency or something like that. But, like, you see the reaction from around the league and how other NFL players and, you know, upcoming free agents are reacting to this news and this, you know, landscape-shifting type of move. And that's where the Chargers have to kind of stay in the moment as well, though, because the job is not done. So I think that's what's encouraging about this is seeing – a guy like Jeremy Fowler as he's, you know, part of breaking the news and saying in Los Angeles won't be done. Expect the Chargers to look for a run stuffing help at defensive tackle and corner help in free agency. Like beautiful. Nothing comes out from the Chargers, but it seems like everyone expects the Chargers to keep on on this, you know, path of trying to be all in right now. And like they're still doing it in a somewhat responsible fashion. They didn't send away seven first round picks like the Rams. You know what I mean? So like this is the start of them being more aggressive and they had to do it. Like the, the impotence was put on them, right? Like they, they had to, because of what moves around them, because of the quality and caliber of teams around them. And also having a quarterback like Justin Herbert and the expectations that come with that get in on the game and they still have, you know, maneuverability to move around and still make more moves and still make some more splash signings in free agency. And this trade makes you feel like those are more attainable because the Chargers always could. They had the you know money to do it. We yeah. just didn't know if Tom Telesco had you know what it took to actually pull the trigger and make the moves, even though we saw it start last year with Corey Lindsay making him the highest paid center in football. Brandon Staley told us it was going to be like that on the defensive side, and he was not kidding. And the fact that the Chargers got away with it for what they did is just insane. So we have to talk about the Chargers getting away with highway robbery in the cost it took them to get that because that was just crazy. And we also have to talk about Brandon Staley's fingerprints being all over this thing when it comes to the Khalil Mack trade. And we're going to get into that coming up next. But there is some actual news that's bigger than the Khalil Mack news. I didn't think that was possible, but there is. Built Bar has a 100% white chocolate covered Built Bar shamrock flavor. A shamrock white chocolate Built Bar that's available right now. I just broke the news to David. He did not know. He got to break the Khalil Mack news to me. I got to break the Built Bar news to him. 100% covered in chocolate. Shamrock Built Bar out right now that you guys can get. To find something like that, that fits on your diet, that's loaded with protein, with four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, or the average Built Bar, that's not supposed to exist. You're not supposed to have something that good, and that's just one of the many amazing flavors. I mean, you want to go Built Puffs, the first ever protein-infused marshmallow, and get a lemon-dipped cheesecake puff built bar, <laughs> churro puff built bar. I mean, so many great flavors 
from Built Bar. Have something that you can replace that late night candy bar with. Have something that tastes like a candy bar, tastes like a cheap meal, while also still fitting on your diet. There's so many great flavors with Built Bar. You can go German chocolate cake. You can go peanut butter brownie, one of my favorites, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, of course. But Built Bar just is different. The variety, the flavor, not tasting chalky or waxy or like a chemical spill. Get in on the Built Bar action and save some money. Because if you go to Built.com, you can use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, David. Well, we had an interesting situation when this Khalil Mack news dropped today because when it dropped, we didn't know what the price was, right? So we we had uh, some precious time in between that moment. We're like, is it going to cost the 17th overall pick? How much are the Chargers giving up to bring in a player with the caliber of Khalil Mack? And we had no idea, right? So then it comes out, Adam Schefter reports, it's a 2022 second round pick. In a 2023, we might maybe another second round pick, maybe a third round pick, a sixth round pick in 2023. They only had to give up two picks. The Bears had to dump salary cap. It, it makes some sense on their side. I mean, it's hard to lose. I mean, win a trade when you're getting rid of a player of the caliber of or Khalil Mack, but like to get away with that trade, David, to bring in Khalil Mack, for God's sakes, for a second round pick this year. And a sixth-round pick next year. That's insane. That's a heist. That's called grand larceny, Daniel. That's <laughs> that's that's absolute capital theft right there. There's no way that the Chargers should have been able to make this deal. And if you it's look insider at insider trading, it's insider <laughs> trading. It's absolutely now. And hey, we're not we're not talking about collusion here. And let's just be clear, okay? Don't look into <laughs> it. Don't look into it. Um, but just look at some comps on some on some similar trades for pass rushers. D Ford was had for a 2020 second-round pick. Frank Clark, a first, a second, and swaps of the third-round pick. Jadavion Clowney, a couple of players, Jacob Martin, Barkevius Mingo, and a 2022 third, or a 2020 third, excuse me. That's all it, you know, That's those are a lot more, a lot more, a lot more compensation than it took for the Chargers to acquire one of the best players of the last decade. So the Chargers got away with highway robbery. There's no way that they should have been able to make this move and acquire a player of this stature, a complete player uh, at this level. It's just crazy. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I mean, I mean, it just usually doesn't go down like this. I mean, obviously when you're talking about bringing in a player with that kind of salary cap hit, like those contracts could always be, you know, tough to move at times. But also, usually if you're getting a deal like this, go back to last year with the Von Miller trade, right? It was just a one-year rental, a second and a third round pick this year for a one-year rental, a half-year rental of Von Miller. And it obviously ended in a Super Bowl. So very, very worth the price there. But like, you don't get these opportunities because you also get control of Khalil Mack for the next three seasons. Like you get three seasons out of it. It's not something you get one year out of and you control everything with it, David, because the one thing the bears did have to keep was all the guaranteed dead money, right? So they have over 20 plus million in dead money. That's going to hit their cap. The largest season of any player. That's not a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they, they had to take, I mean, they were supposed to have a $30 million cap hit for, Khalil Mack this season. The Chargers get his 2021 cap it at 17.75 million. Obviously, you have another pass rusher who's making 28 million this year, right? So that's a lot to spend on pass rushers, but you're getting that dude with a chance to restructure that according to Spot Track down to 4.4 million if they wanted to. 
you still have all the flexibility that you want to still make moves, David. And I think when you make the move like this, and then you look at the cap, it like obviously 2022.9 million next year is a lot. 2023, 23.25 million is a lot to pay a guy. But if it doesn't work out, there's not a ton of risk here. You sent a second round pick, obviously, but you can pretty much get out of it at any time. You have the maneuverability in the contract to still create more space for you right now. So like as much as that big cap hit is obviously something that maybe helped the Chargers get him at a lesser price, I still don't think it's something that's going to totally restrict the Chargers from doing the other things they have to do to get this defense where it needs to go. Right. I mean, this is one of the beautiful aspects of this trade is this the manipulation that they can do with the contract. They can really move the money around any way they want to. And hey, you know, God forbid this move doesn't work out. They can cut their losses at the end of the season and not have to worry about any guaranteed money at all. So this is such a beautiful move because if it does work out, the Chargers look like absolute geniuses. Tom Telesco and more importantly, Brandon Staley look like absolute Albert Einstein's out there for making a move like this. And if it doesn't work out, then they cut their losses, they cut bait, and they don't have to worry about incurring very much dead money at all. Well, and the thing is, David, is you're taking the risk. Like, you're not going to achieve greatness unless there's a fair amount of risk along the way. And and they're mitigating that right still because they're not sending away first-round picks for guys. But they're taking this risk here, and they're going for the home run, Right. They're trying to do something that's going to be a giant move to improve them dramatically with the chances that it might not work out. But like the thing is, is even if, you know, Cleo Mack plays 14 games, right, which is the most the least games he had played in before last season, still worth it, (laughs) still 100 percent worth it. Right. And now you think about the Chargers and like what their needs are and the way that they were able to just put a stamp on that position group like okay we're good now i mean yeah you still want to add guys behind him and there has to be somewhat of a rotation but like to bring in that player to make that you know send out that smoke signal of oh we're here it has brandon staley's fingerprints all over it and he basically told us and you know we had to hear the tom telesco part two to balance it out and tell us that he was still very focused on the offense all while orchestrating a trade for one of the better defensive players we've seen in a very very long time and it just it really gives you that window into how this front office relationship is working because we started seeing towards the end of the Anthony Lynn era, you know, with the you know Kenneth Murray pick and stuff like that. Okay, well, Anthony Lynn has some say here. Last year, Brandon Staley said, we're going to be a trenches team. We're going to get bigger, right? We're going to do these things. And they went and did it. And we're going to make this about Justin Herbert. And we're going to protect Justin Herbert and build around Justin Herbert. And they did it. He tells mm-hmm. us this year, they're doing the same thing on the defensive side. And they bring in Khalil Mack, and it just is very interesting, David, and credit to Tom Telesco, too, because he has to be open to someone having their, you know, to be, hey, Brandon, who do you need? I'm going to go get him for you. He had to do that as well, but it's just hard to look at this, especially with the nine-year history we have before this with Tom Telesco, and not think Brandon Staley made this move happen. Oh, for me, it's not even a question. I mean, you look at what Tom Telesco did with the other head coaches he had in the building. He didn't make any such trade of this kind at all. In fact, he only acquired two players throughout his tenure as a general manager, and both of those were very, very small trades in comparison. There was nothing anywhere close to this size of trade. And we know that Brandon Staley worked with Khalil Mack and had a very, very successful year when he was his linebackers coach with the Chicago Bears. So, Uh, This 
coupled with all the moves they made in year one of Brandon Staley's, uh, you know, tenure as the head coach of the Chargers, turning into this year, you have to love the change of process. You know, just getting more involved in those personnel decisions and really, you know, partnering with your head coach and saying, hey, who do you need? Let me go get him. And this is exactly what that is. And, you know, that manifestation is just so beautiful and you want to see that continue. And, you know, you really get that sense now after year one and going into free agency now that things are very much heading in the right direction. Yeah, Daniel Popper had tweeted about the guys that they have brought in when they've tried to trade for, you know, veteran players for draft pick compensation. It was Sean Lissamore, right? And it was Cardale Jones. Those were the two biggest players they brought in. You want to go after that? You traded Russell Okun for Trey Turner, right? Like those were the moves before. And I just, it makes so much sense because it's just like Brain Staley doesn't seem like the guy who's going to sit here and have the complacency of, hey, okay, we'll we'll settle for mediocrity. We'll settle for nine and eight in a season. Just not the type of dude I think Brandon Staley is, right? I mean, everything about him is all in. You look at the fourth downs, the aggressiveness, just going for it every chance he could, even in the last game of the season. And just how all those fourth downs leading up to that led that team to, you know, converting six of them in the fourth quarter in overtime. Like he's been instilling confidence in this team. He's been building a new culture and now you're seeing it start to come to fruition. He's building not just in, on the in team, his image, not just with the players, not just with the coaches, right with the front office and, and getting that total buy-in from everyone at every level of the organization. It's one thing to say it, they're doing it. And even if it burns up in flames, I love it. This I is the it. thing you have to do. This is Tom Telesco saying, maybe my seat is a little warm. Maybe I should let Brandon Staley or my head coach in general have more control over what we do. Brandon Staley wants his kind of players. He knows his defense was bad. You don't think he hears people talking about how bad the number one guy from 2020, the best defensive coordinator of the league with the Rams was last season with the Chargers. You better believe it. Yeah, they're talking about it. And I don't think Brandon Staley is down to just sit idly by and this is just the first domino to fall <laughs> as far as bringing in external players. They've been letting dudes go and bringing in new dudes the entire time. I don't, you know, I don't like the chances for Trenton Wosu, maybe even Kazir White at this point. But with the guys they're bringing in, David, I mean, I'm not going to question it until I see the rest of this master plan come together because bringing Steely, Tom Telesco are on some straight evil genius type of stuff right now and it feels like it's just getting started what an exciting time to be a Chargers fan what an exciting time to be listening to the Locked On Chargers podcast and we're going to keep it right with Khalil Mack on Monday because it's the legal tampering period as well and I'm of a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot over the weekend and, and just have things start to heat up so we'll be back with you guys on Monday on how Khalil Mack changes free agency for this team what's the next move after that and all of the latest news that is going to drop because if this week has shown us anything, next week is going to be absolutely bananas. So make sure you're here with us to check it out by subscribing to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel, following the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Make sure to subscribe, make sure to follow, make sure to rate and review if you love the show as well. And thank you guys again for making us your first listen. The draft is coming up as well. All of this stuff is more exciting today with the Khalil Mack trade. But if you guys want to get up on the draft, make sure you follow the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast every day with Eric Crocker and Ryan Tracy over there bringing out great draft content. But make sure you're back here with us, your first listen 
tomorrow, guys. And you can find the show on all social media. You can find us on Lockdown LAC on Twitter. You can also find me at Dan Talk Sports and David Drogmeyer, getting famous on Twitter at Drotalk SD. You can also find the show and the link to all of our shows on Facebook as well on our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page and our at Lockdown Chargers Instagram page. Call in with your reaction, guys. The phone lines are open. The number is 323-524-7924. We're excited to hear your guys' reaction to this monumental franchise-shifting trade that the Chargers just pulled off. And we'll be back with you guys on Monday to talk about it even more. Until then, take it easy and go Bolts.